0: Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Laura Froyen, and on this episode of the Balanced Parent Podcast, we're going to be talking about the science of kindness and how to put that science into practice in our own homes. To help me with this conversation, I'm bringing in Teresa Ramirez, a kindness expert, who's going to be talking about this with us. Teresa, welcome to the show. Why
1: don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do, and then we'll dive in. I'll- Good morning, and thank you so much for having me. I am a motivational speaker, and my crack as kindness. So to speak. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and at this stage of the game, I am making kindness a lifestyle, and sharing that with others. And I actually live with my dog, who actually are my co-hosts when I am doing kindness with animals. So, so cool! Yeah, awesome. so this is this is my
0: life now. <laughs> you you live and breathe kindness. I love it. What yes, like- I do. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you really intrigued me when we were talking, you know, before I hit record about the science of kindness. We love science around here. <laughs> Will you kind of tell us a little bit about what you've been learning in your research?
1: In my search, what I have found is and it and, and there's numerous studies on kindness and specifically on the reaction our body has when we experience an act of kindness and we're sharing that act of kindness. So, if you and I are exchanging an act of kindness, our serotonin levels go up. Well, those are our happy hormones. So, you and I are happy. But the fascinating thing in the research I have read is that anyone who witnesses that act of kindness, their serotonin levels also go up. So, we're starting that ripple of happy people. And, yeah. you know, the happier we can make everybody the less violent, the less anger that we're going to see in the world.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I, I mean, so, you know, of course, we know that as humans, we've experienced the full range of human emotions and, you know, we can't be happy all the time. But raising those kind of those feelings, you know, those hormones of connection and satisfaction and caring for another, those hormones that kind of come up, of course, is going to make the world a better place. And I love that we can just witness it. I'm guessing that probably has to do with the beautiful mirror neurons that we have that are empathy neurons. We have specific Mm -hmm. neurons that are designed to capture the experience of others and experience it in our own bodies, too. It's, It's one of the unique things that makes us human. Although other primates have them too. But what a cool, <laughs> what cool research to, to be reading. Like when we're thinking about this, I, I think that like most parents I speak to want to raise kind humans. They want, that's one of their biggest parenting goals. Sure. And I'm kind of curious about
1: how do you think kids learn kindness? I believe my philosophy is that as a parent, you become the CEO of your family your philosophy, your values, your beliefs, you have to define those for yourself and then filter them down to your children. If you want kind, compassionate children that are going to change the world in a positive way, that's what you have to emulate for them.
0: Okay. You have and to so be the example. I, yes, that's exactly what I teach <laughs> you that. We have to figure out what are our core values? what are What are mm-hmm. the things that are really important to us? And then start living them in our daily exactly. lives. Yeah. Exactly. And so if kindness is one of those things, what does living in kindness look like? Because we want to model it for our kids. What does it look
1: like for us to, like in action? For you in action, keep it simple. I know a lot of people are like, I can't take, especially busy parents. I can't take one more thing, not, not on my plate. I can't do it. Well, we keep it, it easy. We keep it simple by just incorporating it into your normal life. And it can be a simple, I love sticky notes. It's like my, my go-to thing, put, start with your children, put sticky notes on their bathroom mirror, in their backpacks, in their lunchbox and say things like, uh, you know, notes that they can read to themselves that say, I am brave. I am smart. I am kind. I am important. Um, I am beautiful. Whatever you think, you know your child better than anybody. I can come up with these examples, but do they, what do they need to hear? Like I always said, um, if the big math test is coming up, put a sticky note where you know they're going to see it before the math test and yeah. say, you got this. You know it. You got this. Just those things. Um, I'm thinking of you. That changes your child's whole perspective on, on life. That yes, I am important. And mom spent this time making these yeah. notes. I love yeah. that. I also love the idea
0: of that, you know, so when we, we do know our kids so well, but they also yes. know themselves really well. And I love the mm-hmm. idea of taking this, this, you know, the post-it note things and also taking mm-hmm. it to your kids, you know, kiddo, I know you've got a big sp- you know, test coming up, what would, you know, what could I say to you that would help you feel confident? Ask them the words that they yes. need to hear, yeah. right? And then do that for them it can be beautiful too. And that teaches that, like that skill of going inward, asking yourself right. self knowledge um, yes. self advocacy and a little bit of self care too, right? That's what self care mm-hmm. is, learning to attune to your needs and advocate for yourself. That's, I mean, that's, self-care and then teaching them how to do that and offering them that care. What a beautiful
1: thing. Right. And, and you talking about self-care, it is my number one rule with journey and kindness. You start with yourself because if you if you don't have any kindness in you (laughs) to give, it's not going to happen. So if being kind to you, having good self-care, what does that look like for you? Is it getting up 15 minutes before everybody else and just having that cup of coffee? is it taking that hot bubble bath at the end of the day? Is it getting out? I know my one of my nieces gets up at 530. Her husband is there to get the kids started. And she has a group of of other moms who jog, they get a half an hour jogging in the morning. And she said, that's, sets the tone for my whole day. And I feel good. Yeah, so it's whatever that looks like for you. But those are just a couple of examples. But be kind to you, so that you fill yourself up with kindness, and then you can up shower that to your children.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that. I, you know, they, we always say that we can't pour from an empty cup. Yes. And exactly. when it comes to things like this, you know, having that your kindness cup so full that it's overflowing um, into into others i always call i i i call that my champagne tower you know you should like <laughs> a champagne it. glass tower where you're pouring the champagne in the top and then it's overflowing into the others ar- around you yes yeah.
1: well and that that cup is half full half empty thing and i said you know what that cup is refillable yeah. and you can fill it's it bottomless up with Yes, yes, it's bottomless. Yeah. Fill mm-hmm. it up with kindness. <laughs>
0: um, I think one of the things that the parents that I work with that struggle the most and actually is a personal struggle mm-hmm. of mine is, is treating myself with kindness in the language I use with myself in my own head. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. um, and I'm kind of curious what advice you would give me to me or to other parents who have a hard time. Speaking to ourselves with kindness in our own
1: minds. And I was there raising my kids because I could tell you, I told myself some really awful things thinking back, but again, get out your sticky notes. Where are you going to see something first thing in the morning or throughout the day? You're tough. You know, it's going to be your toughest part of the day where you're feeling, you know, you're feeling a little weak, so to speak and put out there. What do you need to hear? I've got this. I am a great mom, not a good mom. You're a great mom or a great dad, <laughs> you know, just, you know, those kind of things, again, being the example. So you've got your own sticky notes and your own positive thoughts, but it's, it's not easy. I, I remember yeah. too well. <laughs> I think
0: that lots of us don't necessarily always feel worthy of that self kindness. Yeah. And I guess I, you, do you have any advice for getting there? Cause you know, I, I think that there's deeper work sometimes that needs to be done yeah. to feel worthy of those post-it notes, right. you know, and to yes. believe them, you know, I and mean, I, there's definitely a practice, you know, of it, yes. you know, that kind of just by practicing it until it start, you start right. believing it. But right. for some of us, it feels deeply painful to, to not be able to believe it, to feel so and unworthy.
1: And I think sometimes that you can find that through prayer and meditation. Mm. You might, you may very well have to reach out and get some help, get some help from a professional, join a mom's group and talk to other moms and get that support from other people, get that support (coughs) from your significant other, build your support system. I guess that's probably key
0: yeah absolutely to show your will what worth <laughs> yeah one thing that's helped me a lot so you know self compassion based mindfulness um there's you know there's kind of three main components um that researcher Kristen Neff has kind of outlined the first is self kindness over mm-hmm. uh, versus self judgment, but the second one is common humanity, and that one really helps me when I'm feeling unworthy of kindness because In my mind everybody else is is worthy of kindness (laughs) like kids are so worthy oh my god parents are so worthy i love parents so much and when i think about common humanity it's so interesting to think that like i might be uniquely unworthy like what (laughs) like how is it possible that everybody else is worthy of kindness and i'm not Like that just doesn't, like that principle of common humanity helps me a lot to be open to receiving kindness from myself and from others, just because if everybody, like, how is it possible that I might be the only person in the world who's unworthy? (laughs) Like,
1: it just doesn't (laughs) make any sense. (laughs) And a good example of that is if another mom or dad asked you, hey, can you, would you mind bringing my son home from soccer practice? Mm. you jump, think nothing of it. You'd be so glad to help. (laughs) You you would be so happy to help. But then if you need a favor, something similar, you're like, oh, I hate to bother anybody. So what, what's the, why is that parent more important than you? Mm -hmm. And, and that's not, you are important. You are worthy. I love that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I think that that probably extends to this self-kindness piece that we've been, thinking mm-hmm. about. So if we were, if another parent was in a similar situation, what would we say to them? And what would be so wrong about saying that same thing to ourselves too? Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. So we've been talking a little bit about when it's hard to be kind. What are some like tips that you have for, you know, those those are when it's hard to be kind in our own head. What about in situations <laughs> kind of out in the world, maybe out difficult in the world. times with our with our kids where it's hard to be kind, where we are finding ourselves not feeling so
1: generous towards our children <laughs> or towards others? Others. Well, as, as far as kids, remember, kids have the same emotions we do. I think people forget that they expect, they're like, well, they don't really care. They care and they get yeah. frustrated and angry and all of those things as well. So I think the first thing we need to recognize is if they're tired, depending on the ages, how they act out, um, you know, how do you feel when you're tired? You just kind of show it. it it's kind of a compassionate way to look at things. Yeah, viewing your- them as full humans. <laughs> <laughs> they're full humans and they have yeah. that full range of emotions and God help y'all when they're going through the teenage years, because that's crazy. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of patients, but again, that goes back to the patients will come with the, I took care of me. Now I can take care of you kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I think globally, you also have to remember, you can only change the way you react to something. Wayne, I I do have a quote from Wayne Dyer. He said, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Mm -hmm. So if your kids, you know, throw in a tantrum or if somebody at work has lost their marbles and started just going at you, take a deep breath, step back. Mm. And when they stop talking or whatever, (laughs) say, are you done? Do you feel better? What can I do to help? Because nine times out of 10, it has nothing to do with you. You're just happened to be in the way. Mm. So what can I do to help you? And that will deescalate a situation like that. But it does take you and and this takes, this is where the practice comes in and, you know, make it as natural as breathing. And when you're doing some of the little things, which we can talk about later to help make kindness a habit, then you're, you are going to know this isn't about me. I can take a deep breath, step back and just let them go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and sometimes people just need to vent, <laughs> you know, depending on the situation, you know, maybe it's another mom in the neighborhood and you're like, oh, geez, <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, let her go. You know, she's having, obviously having a bad day. So let her go. And then, you know, do you feel, do you feel better and how can I help?
0: Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I love this idea of making it a habit. I think that so much of the kind of the self-regulation um, that we need as, <laughs> as parents and as humans comes from practice and that most of us yes. didn't get the practice we needed as kids because no one was teaching <laughs> us to do anything. They were teaching us to stuff, you know, not to regulate, right? Yes. Um, and I think you're so right that we we need that practice kind of outside of the moment so that those skills are easily accessible in the moment. Yeah. So yeah. what are some, how can we go about making kindness a habit?
1: And this, again, I'm not at, trying to pile stuff on anybody's plate. It's simple everyday things. You're going to the grocery store. Okay. How many times have you tried to pull in a grocery spot and there's a cart, right? <laughs> dab In the middle of it. Does that not just drive you crazy? So when you're walking up, you see a cart like that, grab it and take it up to the store. Mm -hmm. That has cost cost you nothing and really didn't add any extra time. And actually, you could probably use the cart when you get in there. I had teenagers. So you have to gauge age wise. I was with had a group with me for whatever reason. But I said, Okay, this is this is the game. Collect as many carts that are not in a cart corral and take them to the front. The winner gets a gets a candy bar or whatever the case. Okay. And they thought that was the greatest idea. And I'm just walking up to the store and there, cause they didn't really want to be, they didn't want to go where we were going, but we had to. So, yeah. So it turned the whole situation turned around. It was fun. They were all laughing and having a good time. And I just, I do you know, something like that is for older kids because you don't want them getting hit by a car. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so, definitely. But that something like that basic. Um, manners. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, I just was talking, I was
0: just thinking about like the things that I, like, you know, so prior to COVID, one of my favorite things to do at the grocery store was to notice if there was a mom with a cart and a baby carrier and a toddler, <laughs> their hands full. I loved being able to help them load their groceries into the car, you know, not, I feel like now most of those moms are doing pull-ups that, you know, drive up (laughs) pickups, you know, instead of traipsing in, but, or weren't, you know, but I, I'm able to do that again now. And I loved being on the receiving end of that as a new mom, Uh juggling kids in a cart. And I love doing that. And I also, when my kids are with me, I love noticing. Oh gosh, look! That parent's got their hands full. Do you what? You know, I'm just and I just notice that, like, huh? I'm noticing that parent's got their has their hands full, and my kids will say, like, oh, should we go offer to help them? Or they will run ahead to open, hold open a door. Exactly. Well, the stroller, the stroller in the door. I mean, it's so hard. (laughs) It's so hard. But but what I love doing is just saying, I noticed, and Mm my kid, like the kindness, like kids are so naturally kind. Kind and helpful, Mm -hmm. it just bubbles up from within them. Like, so if I say, Oh, I'm noticing that parent looks like they might be having a hard time with the door, one of them will run ahead to go and hold the door. I love that.
1: (laughs) And that's basic. And that goes back to basic manners, which I don't know what's happened to basic manners, but sometimes (laughs) they're not as prevalent as they used to be. But just teaching your child to say please and thank you, holding the door. These are all just simple day to day things you can weave in through your life, yeah. then you can, then you can reach out to the bigger things like, you know, collecting canned goods for the food bank help. Hey, how about the neighbors? Yeah. Um, I just had somebody in my group say something. Yeah. The neighbor down the street broke his leg and they needed to do fall cleanup in the yard. So their family, including their kids and another family went and did the fall cleanup in their front yard. I bet that felt so good. It was a, yeah, and what a great fun family activity because I think they did rake the leaves in a pile and the kids got to play a little bit too. You <laughs> yeah. can make it fun. It doesn't have to be, you can make it so much fun.
0: Like one thing that I feel like what you're describing too is that there's this, there can be this intrinsic piece of being mm-hmm. kind. I think so often how kids are taught manners when we demand like please and thank yous we are teaching them to only do it to get something or to obey some social code, Mm -hmm. as opposed to the intrinsic feeling of having been polite and kind.
1: Right. And And so really appreciate whatever really appreciate it.
0: Right. Like, you know, I, when the, the thank you that comes after I do something for my children, when I am not, when they're not pressured and they're not demanded is so much more genuine Mm -hmm. and appreciative and helpful like heartfelt. And and that's so lovely to be on the receiving end of, of a, you know, yeah, a true, genuine thank you or a, a please, will you help me kind of moment. Right. Yeah. And exactly. I think like the, so when we think about teaching manners, one modeling, which is what we've been talking mm-hmm. about a lot, <laughs> but also the helping them understand, you know, helping them think about like, you know, when you helped me unload the dishwasher yesterday and i said that you know and i said thank you for helping me how did that feel when i said thank you it felt really good yeah being told thank you feels really good and then like Mm -hmm. just leaving it there and it, you don't, I don't know. I think kids are so, so much more like aware and capable, you know, and that, that's those skills that's, come with age, you know?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, another thing, um, cause this also happened, this happened to me. I was walking the dog and, uh, the trash collectors, the garbage men, uh, were out and they're like, Oh, what a cute dog. And she went up and, and I, but well, I said, well, I just want to thank you for the job you're doing their face between the dog and the thank you. Their faces lit up like a Christmas tree. So that's something you can teach your kids. I, I yeah. call them invisible people: garbage men, construction workers, custodians in buildings. People just don't acknowledge them. If you smile and say good morning, that changes their whole day. Yeah, and I don't. You know, it's very simple. Again, it doesn't cost anything, and it's simple, simple, simple
0: to do. Yeah. I love this idea that we're not adding anything else to our plate. We're taking a look Mm -hmm. at what we do normally and seeing how we can add a layer of kindness to it.
1: Yeah. I can go on with examples all day long. (laughs) I'm
0: sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely.
1: Okay. So the,
0: when we think about kind of living in this way, living with more Mm -hmm. kindness, what do you think the benefits are for, for you and for your community, for your kids?
1: For everybody, that ripple of kindness When you're sharing those acts of kindness and the serotonin levels are going up, and I know another researcher used the term oxytocin levels, all of those happy hormones go up. So you're creating that kinder, more compassionate world. Mm -hmm. You're creating a kinder, more compassionate home. And then that just expands. And if everybody did it in their own home, think about all those ripples and how much less violence and anger you're going to see on a day-to-day basis
0: yeah I love that Teresa I think that so many of us are are hoping to raise our children in a way that changes the world and I I think this is absolutely a piece of that that puzzle a piece of that goal yes absolutely absolutely well Teresa thank you so much for sharing your wisdom on kindness with us if folks are wanting to learn a little bit more about developing that practice where would they go to find Mm -hmm.
1: you they would find me on facebook's in my group is journey and kindness with teresa ramirez and so you can find me there uh, also on youtube same place same okay journey and kindness with teresa ramirez
0: great well thank you so much for being with us today i feel inspired to go out and be a little bit kinder <laughs> to myself and to others today so i really appreciate uh, that
1: yeah yay, yay. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much for having me this has been a joy
0: Great. Okay. So thanks for listening today. Um, remember to subscribe to the podcast and if it was helpful, leave me a review that really helps others find the podcast and join us in this really important work of um, creating a parenthood that we don't have to escape from and creating a childhood for our kids that they don't have to recover from. And if you're listening, grab a screenshot and tag me on Instagram so that I can give you a shout out. Um, and definitely go follow me on Instagram. I'm at Laura Froyan PhD. Um, that's where you can get a behind the scenes look at what balanced conscious parenting looks like in action with my family. And plus I share a lot of other really great resources there too.